Yeah, I just wanted to get up a couple things about this. Just character names. I'm so concerned about, like, saying Oh, I feel ya. And, like, I, I realized as I was, like, as you we were getting to review this, I was like, oh, you know, I actually know next to nothing about Captain America and the lore surrounding him. So yeah. I was like, oh boy, this is gonna be a tricky one. I think I got most of them from this episode, but we'll see. Yeah, I was. You're like, oh my god, my name. When I got that text, you're like, my neighbor told me about Omega Red, and I looked at it. I was like, who is she? <laughs> well, Omega. The reason I knew Omega Red is because it's more of an X Men character. I guess yeah. it's kind of associated with Captain America, but that's the only reason I knew it. When you started <laughs> introducing like Isaiah Bradley to me and. And Carly, the super soldier, I was like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> right? It's like, Carly, yeah. super soldier. I'm like, okay. That's going to be her name on our podcast, Carly, super soldier. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I just, I don't, I don't know what to do with what I've been given. Because I feel like we've been given a lot, but I don't know. Um, It's hard to unpack this yeah okay yeah so anyway um let's let's start by talking about drag race first <sighs> you're gonna make me talk about it oh <laughs> I mean, I, we have to eventually i'm physically i feel physically ill from watching it last night the jokes were so mean spirited from utica i i wanted her to leave i wanted her to, to lose the lip sync yeah right and i was yeah. like do you know what um it's area it was ariana grande i'm like shh she, there's no way she could win with against Simone. No. And the, okay, the fact that in the rehearsal, um, <gasps> or in the coaching, yeah, she was told like not to do those things. Yeah, like po- really politely, the Timon and Pumbaa joke, it didn't sit or it didn't hit. Yeah. Um, so she transferred the joke from Rue to Ross, which hit even worse. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is terrible. Yeah. It was, Just, it was mean. Yeah. And like, it was mean. I don't the, know. Like the, the things that you wrote that you were told were mean, that you were politely told were mean. And then, um, and then told again <clears throat> that were, that they were mean. And then, <laughs> and then you, to do them anyway. Yeah. And then to get like heckled by the judges oh that was the icing on the cake for me when like when she was like hey you're the one bombing you're the one fucking it up like it everything about that like i felt so uncomfortable watching that episode i could not wait until it was over like it was bad yeah, (laughs) yeah the level of uncomfortable i feel um I felt while watching that is like the level of uncomfortable I feel every time they do snatch game. And I'm like, so I'm always so worried that someone is going to like make a fool. Yeah. Just be so embarrassing. And I just didn't think that that like that level of embarrassing was like over the top. Um, I don't know that anyone has ever been that mean. Yeah not in recent memory anyway with that show and i just was like when you when you get looks from nina west that are just like yeah <laughs> it was i don't know i i feel bad for anybody though that's in that situation where you have to do a roast like and especially in this day and age because like i mean everything is you know we're a lot more in tune with 
people's feelings and I'm like I would hate to do a roast I would hate it because if you miss the mark you fall flat like you fall hard and this is yeah. a perfect example of it I'm like I that's my worst nightmare <laughs> yeah it's yeah oh yeah I just with the, the roast of Justin Bieber and the roast of Charlie Sheen were probably two of the best roasts I've ever seen and they were mean but it was still funny was Charlie Sheen? I'm trying. Oh, I have seen that roast. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roasts are allowed to be mean, but they have to be clever. You know, yeah. like if you if you're not clever about it, you're just being nasty. Like you have to like give it playfulness. Yeah, and I just the idea that she stood behind the mean jokes, I think, was even harder to watch. And I know. It. But yeah. Um. I'm like happy. I'm happy Simone won that lip sync, though. Thank goodness. Not pleased mm-hmm. that Candy won the challenge. I think Rose should have won, but yeah. whatever. Or Gottmik. Gottmik was great too. Yeah, I just don't like. It's like the first time you cinch your waist, but your your wig still looks ratchet. Like, oh, it was so ratchet. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Visage was like, I would have liked a little more height. I was like, well, I would have liked a little more height. She could have brushed it. She could have yeah. styled it. Like, <laughs> fucking anything. It was but a mess. I will. I do have to admit that the cinched waist was cute. I was surprised to see that. Yeah. And, and happy to see that, actually. But yeah. I don't feel like it was enough. Like, I was like, me and my sister were watching it, and I was like, if Candy Muse wins, I'm going to be mad. Because... <laughs> Her runway is not going to be enough to allow her to win the night. But yeah. apparently it was. It should have been. I agree with you. It should have been Rosé or Gottmik. Yeah. Oh, I am. I'm so glad we're through that. And I, I hope Candy's gone next week. But God only knows, because clearly the producers have a heavy hand in who stays and who goes, because there's no way Candy should have lasted this long. But here we are. No. Yeah. So. Like as much as uh, like Tina Burner shouldn't have lasted as long as she she no. did but she should have lasted longer than candy muse i agree yeah and so should have denali denali just uh, had an un- unfortunate position <laughs> yes she should have lasted long and bo- she should have lasted longer than both of those hoes but i know yeah i just yeah i, I feel like it's gonna be Gottmik. um i wanted it to be Gottmik, utica and rose but it's probably gonna be Gottmik, rose and so on Olivia yep. is the next. If it's not Candy, Olivia is the next to go. Because I agree. she's not great either. Yeah, I don't understand the hype about Olivia. I see that she's nice, but I I don't know. I don't really get it. She's not yeah. really pulling me in, so. No, she's just pretty. <laughs> yeah, she's very pretty, but I'm like, uh, she's not funny. I'm, you know, yeah. I don't know. But. Yeah. Oh, I am I am so glad that episode is over. <laughs> oh, right? God. <laughs> Tell me about it. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Full Volume Podcast. I am your host, G.I. Jolie, and as always, I am joined by... Harvey Brent. And today we're talking about RuPaul's Drag... No. (laughs) Um, Today, we have to uh, tackle the gigantic hurdle-sized mountain that is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 2. We have committed ourselves to Marvel Plus and... Sorry, Marvel Disney Plus. Marvel Plus. <laughs> <laughs> um, to their uh, Marvel Universe uh, offerings, and we started with WandaVision. We are continuing on into the espionage-driven um, adventures of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And today, um, 
we're rejoined by Harvey Rent. Yay! She's back in a normal She's role. Loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's on top as always. Mm-hmm. Um, as never. But okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, I mean, yeah. So, right before we hit record, we decided that, well, we had chatted about it a little bit. And again, the fear of getting names wrong is always a thing. But mm-hmm. here's the thing I almost don't care that I get the names wrong because I don't, I want to say that I care what's happening. I have I, not. I have not listened to your episode with Josh Morvell last week. Was that the same consensus? It's just not. Uh, well, no. Okay. <laughs> I I didn't mind the first episode. The consensus was, um, there's probably a lot happening. This definitely should have come before Wandavision. They should. They should have kept the order of things. I know. Um, because it is very. Um, this show is very much a continuation of uh, After Endgame, and it feels like a Marvel film, but WandaVision was there to kind of pull everyone into Disney+. Plus. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I feel like the decision was made because they knew that this was this was what this show was. And that if they started with this show, people might not stick around for WandaVision and Loki. Well, shit. People were always going to tune into Loki. If they had started it off with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there was a very good chance that people were not going to come in for WandaVision. I would agree with that. And it's, again, nothing against anybody in this cast. Perfectly fine show that we're watching right now, and we'll get into it, but... Mm -hmm. It just does not grip you. It's not different enough from a lot of the other MCU films that we've seen. WandaVision mm-hmm. was so widely different. And I I feel like we're not the only people that think that. I think a lot of people are on the same wavelength that WandaVision was so different that it, I think it reinvigorated the MCU a bit. Mm-hmm. This kind of goes back to familiar territory and it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's just, it's like we just did like a bump and now we're like coming down, you know, like it's, it's just like at the end we're coming down and it's, we're kind of back to reality. And so, cause WandaVision is so trippy and cool and all this yeah. stuff. I don't know. Um, it's, it's great. And we have a lot to talk about. I mean, I think this will be kind of a quick episode, but at the same time, there, there's stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's just not the same level of intrigue that we're used to. Yeah. We're adjusting. It's, yeah. It's very much. I f- it gave me shades of like the way that those films introduced to us um, Hawkeye, like in a yeah. very very calm way, in a very like expository dialogue kind of way, and they're still sort of doing it. I really liked um, the the first episode because I got to see way more of the Falcon, and it made me. Um, not just hot for Anthony Mackie anymore. I was like, ooh, who is Sam Wilson? I haven't really always liked Bucky. Um, yeah. I could take him or leave him. Sebastian Stan is like gorgeous. But mm-hmm. there was always something that made me, left me wanting more when it came to the Falcons character. And the first episode really delivered that. Uh, it, it was great. Um, we had some complaints about the dialogue. I made a Bridgerton reference. Um, Naturally, yeah. <laughs> right? But it's like, um, it's like they 
the writing is not um, at the same level as WandaVision. Like, I would say WandaVision is kind of like, if you're comparing it, it's like WandaVision is HBO. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier is like stars. I was going to say like PBS. No, uh, <laughs> no I was like, sometimes you get some good stuff on PBS. Um, but like if you said like P- I didn't want to immediately go to like the networks because some of the writing is good on the networks. But the, there was like a like a different like level. You don't get a lot of sci fi on networks. So I went with stars. Yeah. No, that's a, but, that's an apt comparison. Yeah, where the writing and the the thought behind concepts is really cool, mm-hmm. but it's not, um, it's not like super. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's not like Twilight level dialogue. No, but it's but just it's, it's shock. Yeah. It's just average. Yeah, it's sh- yeah. and it's shockingly average. Yeah, it, yeah. So. Um, so anyway, the plot of this, I, do you want to do plot, just brief plot summary? <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> let's try. What happened? I don't know. Ah, um, so, I, I mean, we started off the episode getting a bit more, of, well, we last, we left off the last episode, the final scene was the introduction of the new Captain America, and, like, the way they kind of set that up was, like, you kind of expected him to be... I don't know, just like it's such a, a stereotype and a trope to have be like you introduce him at the end and it's almost like sinister, like, oh, this guy's bad news. Um, and it opens up with this episode and he's actually not that bad yet. <laughs> he's he seems like a, a decent enough guy at the beginning. You know, he's more concerned about the job and he's less about the pomp and the frills. You know, like he had like his, um, you know, mandatory interview at his old high school or whatever. And he's kind of just like, you know going through the motions of that and he seems to be more into the job which is like okay maybe he's not the you know dickhead that we thought he was gonna be right yeah. i mean he he oh, looks like the chad we expect him to be but he oh he looks like such a chad oh man um by the way the Sorry. character's name for the listeners is john taylor i believe that's the new captain america um well i mean he goes by i think eventually u.s agent um, but I believe the character's name in the show is John Taylor. Are you mm. verifying that? <laughs> yeah, I am. I just want to make sure. Okay. Uh, his name is Wyatt Russell. Oh, the actor. He plays John Walker. Oh, sorry. John Walker. I said, I don't know why I said Taylor. It is Walker. Okay. Anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, John Walker. Um, that is, that is who's playing Captain America. And so, um, Anyways, meanwhile, at the same time, Bucky and Falcon are, um, they are tracking down, they got a lead and they're tracking down some, um, some, some goods that are being smuggled in Europe and, uh, they find out it's by the Flag Smashers. And so, uh, yeah, so cute intensive chase scene or not chase scene, I guess, high, high octane truck fight scene on top of two semis. (laughs) Um, Bucky gets the snot beaten out of him on top of this semi, just gets the shit kicked out of him. Um, and that's when, uh, new Captain America gets woven into the plot. He, you know, drops in from a helicopter. Um, and this is where things kind of start to take a turn. He uses a gun, which I thought was, 
very I, that's that's that was actually clever it's a very quick moment but the camera lingers on it for an extra second where he or he either lingers on him or it lingers on one of their uh, the winter soldier or falcon's reaction but he uses his gun to free bucky he shoots like someone that's holding bucky and yeah. so that's something captain america steve rogers would never do um and so that was that was a quick little like wink like mm, maybe this guy is kind of a wiener um <laughs> and so um anyways fighting ensues bucky and falcon actually lose the altercation um and later on um you know they they have some exposition with uh with the new captain america with john walker not john taylor and so they um you know they they kind of have some exposition there john walker says you know he's really serious about the captain america you know moniker you know he wants to take it seriously and so again, you kind of you kind of conflicted because I thought he was going to be a wiener, but he's he has some good intentions. So it's like, where are they going with this? Um, and then after that, um, you know, we get some scenes of of Falcon and Winter Soldier. There, uh, I believe it's Bucky that takes Falcon to the house of the first ever Captain America who was swept away by the history books, Isaiah Bradley. Yes. Yeah, and so that's a great scene. Um, where Isaiah basically was the first ever, or not first ever, I, th- I think really he is a myriad of different African-American men who were tested on for super soldier abilities. Um, and obviously, you know, there's a whole subtext to that about, you know, experimenting on on different races to, to perfect it so then they can apply it to the white race. And I think that's what they were insinuating with that. And I mean, I'm, I would not be surprised if that was mm-hmm. the case. Um and so really kind of introducing Falcon to that, that world, I believe. Um, and then, uh, and then Bucky gets arrested there. I, I don't actually know why they get stopped by the cops outside. I think just because they were getting in a heated argument. Um, yeah. Something like that. And so anyways, um, Bucky looks, uh, Bucky gets arrested because he actually missed his court mandated therapy. And so, <laughs> Yeah, and so that leads to like a great scene there where he gets bailed out by John Taylor um, again, who Wiener. <laughs> so he goes back right? and forth between honorable and Wiener, honorable and Wiener, um, and so. But then that leads to a kind of like a group therapy session between um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, a little bit where they kind of like just they're honest with each other about you know why they kind of irritate each other because they have that kind of like antagonistic relationship they're they're both heroes but they're they're at each other's throats a lot which is i think i i think that's one of the aspects of the show that i i hope they do more with it because it is entertaining and that's what's different from a lot of these um espionage spy style um properties you see out there like if you can keep that bickering relationship between falcon and bucky that's something different um yeah. yeah oh yeah and um I do want to point out he also um, the, the thing that would make what oh sorry the thing that would actually be better about um, this new Captain America if if you could even make it any better it, um, is that if he didn't use a gun and if he didn't expect the Falcon and Bucky to be his like freaking sidekicks he was like oh, it would I just know. be nice to have Cap's secondhand men by my side it's like this is a slap right it's like bitch just because (laughs) the american government gave you that shield does not make you it doesn't mean you should have taken it like get a grip also 
the fact that he when he bails Bucky out of jail, hello Wilbur Murray. I can I can hear her <laughs> drinking her water. No, um like the fact that he bailed him out, he's waiting outside of uh the precinct where he is or wherever they're holding him up, and he is he rubs it in his face a little bit, which annoys me so much. Um I I was actually um Anyway, we'll get back to bitching about him because there's mm-hmm. a lot to complain about with that dude. But there is um, a Captain America story by Kyle Baker um, where uh, Truth, Captain America Truth, Red, red White, and Black. It's yes. about the f- yeah, so it's about a black Captain America and it's that story. I don't know that his name is Isaiah Bradley. I think that it is. It's from 2003, it I think. Yeah. yeah. So I love that they're bringing in, I, like, I love that they're bringing in this character. And I hope we get to see more of it because uh, while we were reading, we read it for like a book club for Detroit Comics. But mm-hmm. while I was reading it, I was like, this would make the perfect, like, compliment to all of the Captain America films that are happening. Because you get to see the different, uh, the the super soldier lore that's happening. Uh, so anyway, I really liked that scene there's a lot of there, there's one thing that we wanted to talk about in the last episode me and josh but we didn't get to it and that was um the way that black americans are treated uh in america um when and that's how and you see it in falcon's character and it's nothing that's ever addressed because uh you just assume that everything is right and good um okay. Well, for him, yeah, for him anyways, because he's a superhero. Yeah, with those Avengers movies. But it's like, no, here's the thing. He's still black. Um, Mm -hmm. He's still a black American. And he's, oh, you know, he's still being discriminated at the bank. He's still being, uh, even though he's not the one yelling the loudest when he's fighting with Bucky in the middle of the streets in that neighborhood. um, He's still the one that's targeted by the cops. He's like, Mm -hmm. they're like, excuse me, sir, is this man pointing at at um sam is this man bothering you yeah and then bucky's like are you kidding me do you know who this is yeah (laughs) and they still were like sir you're getting out of hand i was like (laughs) are they gonna fucking shoot they're gonna shoot sam Mm. oh no we're uh, and I, i thought for a second we were going there and then they didn't go there because i think there was enough of the look on sam's character like on the actor's face to say like look marvel uh this marvel show is not gonna you know i'm not gonna do the work for you as a black american and this show is not gonna do the work for you you don't understand if if watching this show you don't understand what this altercation means Mm -hmm. um then or if you disagree with what's happening or if you even agree with what the cops are doing to him then maybe this isn't like maybe you got some, you have a lot of work to do and you oh, yeah. have a lot to think about because <laughs> oh, yeah. there's so much quiet uh context in that scene or subtext and um oh it was yeah, so good a, a lot of it was just insinuated but like mm-hmm. it was very clear to people that are sensitive to the matter and like you know i i mean for myself i knew exactly what was going on you yeah. know so um yeah, it's not it wasn't uh it wasn't like rubbing your face in it, but it's just it's presenting 
a, a fairly realistic situation of what I imagine would probably happen. Yeah. Like, you know? uh, Sam may be an Avenger, but he still has to go to the bank and get a loan for um, the family business with his sister. Sam mm-hmm. may be an Avenger, but he's still, you know, racially targeted by the cops. It's all stuff that happens no matter what. It's like these people who you read comics about and who you watch on television, there's still uh, there's still some work to be done in your country and it's still freaking happening. So anyway, mm-hmm. I just wanted to get that out because we didn't get it out last episode. There's just too many happy things to talk about, but also too many lousy things to talk about. <laughs> That that would have just it, it you know it brought the room it would have brought the room down just a little bit but anyway um yeah is that where we end off no no we're close so, to the end though yeah so con- continue uh where did I leave off they went to see Isaiah Bradley they had they had couples therapy um, cute <laughs> cute uh I'm probably missing a scene but I think the last scene I remember is um bucky and sam agree or they insinuate or they mull over the fact that they should probably reach out to helmut zero played by daniel Bruhl. is that not and then it was a quick cutaway to daniel Bruhl in prison yes yes yeah so that sets up our next episode i believe yeah and it was so quick how dare you tease me like that (laughs) he's got a great profile doesn't he anyway i know uh oh yeah think, that's did i miss anything i guess there is there's some exposition about the flag smashers um back at their base and like i guess something i kind of like um skimmed over is that they were they were stealing supplies that were i think they saw like vaccines was it not they were stealing some sort of vaccines yes. but some other things too and there's, so there was some some interactions there with the flag smashers about you know a little bit more about their motives and you know taking care of the people that were left behind during the blip and how once everybody reappeared, things kind of went back to how they were with different government leaders in charge and whatnot. So that they were trying to get back to how things were during the blip is my understanding. Yes. Okay. Um, because they remember, yeah, the idea is that the group remembers that it was be- like, they're a part of a small group of people in the world who believe that the world was better when there were right. less people. And you know what? I was I know I'm gonna say the same thing. I'm like, mm, <laughs> are they wrong? <laughs> are, right? Yeah. I mean, it really I remember in grade four when they were telling us about the like the exponential growth of the human population. If it didn't get curbed, then we yeah. would be in big trouble. And yeah. climate change and the sun is expanding and soon it will envelop the earth. And I thought to myself, one, I had like an existential crisis. In grade four. (laughs) In grade four. And two, uh, I thought, well, they also were teaching us, well, that won't happen in your lifetime. You'll be fine. You'll be hundreds of years long dead. Mm -hmm. But to find out that potentially I could be 80 and treading water is a little frightening. Yeah. Things are accelerating a little quick. And it's it's not so much that we I don't I hope nobody interprets that as that we want half the population of the world to die. No. What no. we want is so we want is sustainable policies and practices through our governments that allow us to continue to live at a human race at a sustainable level. 
That's what we're trying to say. (laughs) Yes. On this planet that we may or may not evolution-wise have chosen to live on. Mm -hmm. uh, Or, sorry, uh, did not choose to live on. Right. We have a responsibility to our given home, um, whoever Mm -hmm. gave that to us. And right now, we're not being very responsible. No, no, no. So no. can I can I totally fault the flag smashers? No, no, no. But I mean, are they? But I don't know the way they're going to go about doing things if they're going to start doing terrorist, you know, actions. And it's like, okay, well, you're going about it the wrong way. We shall see what happens. Yeah, the only cross, the only cross that they should bear, um, the only fault they should be uh, that we should lay on them is not finding a better name. Yeah. I'm not just, a fan of that name. No, it's like they're a group of cartoon cartoon bank robbers. They're like the flag smashers. It's like the button pushers or the yeah. hair the hair combers. <laughs> it's just terrible. The sticky bandits. <laughs> Even the sticky bandits is like it's better. It's I mean it's home alone. Of course, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the but, dog washers. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's like. <laughs> it is cartoony. It is. It's it a is. little foolish. Yeah. Um, but we do get another character. Um, whose name we have to remember. Oof, she has a terrible name, Carly. Carly Super Soldier, as we call her. Yep. <laughs> That's uh, how we're gonna remember her. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what um, really kind of bothered me about the whole, like, the introducing the super soldiers as, like, characters we should care about? Is that they try to, um, try to develop relationships between the two of them. Like, the one guy who, like, sacrifices himself so that the rest of them can get away with the vaccines they just stole. Um, but clearly there's something going on between him and Carly, so. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but they're the bad guys. Like, but they're really bad. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not there yet. No, I'm I really, I'm them. not there. And even when, um, like they, oh, they they find like a sympathizer, like a flag smasher sympathizer who houses them all, and they're all like really excited for clean beds and a whole room to sleep in. Still not there for them. No. Can't be can't be excited for their excitement because it's just like I don't care who you are. I know that you're bad. Yeah. Um, Which, that, well, that, that leads to me to insinuate that they're eventually not going to be bad. Because if they're trying to build sympathy for them now, I'm like, well, why are you, why are you doing that? So mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be some, there's going to be a face turn, as they say in, in wrestling. <laughs> they're going to turn face. <laughs> they're going to turn into the good guys. <laughs> um, yeah, there's going to be a face turn. <laughs> yeah, faces and heels. Heels are the bad guys. Faces of yep. good guys. We're gonna get a face turn out of these flag smashers. I guarantee it. Yeah, and I wonder. Okay, what w- one thing that we did say is that we did like that there wasn't like a bunch of things we could over speculate about in this show, mm-hmm. which is refreshing. I just like to watch uh, a show just for the sake of watching it. Yeah. Um. There's just enough intrigue there that I am a little bit curious, and in, in order to keep watching. I wonder if after our face turn, <laughs> if Zemo is going to like, they're going to visit him in jail. 
Is he going to turn face? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> oh, no. He's going to become the heel. Oh, he's heel. He's full heel. Yeah. Like, yeah. he will, um, one, they'll they'll spring him from the clink to help him in a Hannibal type way. Like, mm-hmm. um, they'll be like, oh, well, he's Zemo's got all the info and intel that we need. So we will free him to help us. But they're technically not government, so maybe they'll convince stupid Captain America. Um, Chad. What are we calling him now? Captain Chad? Oh, yeah, Captain Chad. Yeah. That's what he's asking. Yeah, that's what he's acting like, so for sure. Yeah, so um well, right before they right before they suggest that they're going to go see visit Zemo in prison, um they burn that bridge with captain chad and his sidekick mm-hmm. and they he says something that makes me think that he's going to be a bad guy too um i'm just reading i have the wikipedia page open <laughs> he's he again asks barnes and wilson to work with him but they refuse and walker warns them to stay out of his way so mm. i have a feeling maybe one the government's gonna send captain chad um after after the flag smashers which is going to interfere with what sam and bucky are doing sam and bucky know that they need to maybe work with zemo and everyone's favorite captain is gonna fuck that up somehow Mm -hmm. i feel like that's gonna be it i don't i don't know how they're going to redeem him for us i really don't want them to because i don't really want to be on this dude's side i don't like his stupid face oh i know he's got he's got a typical like arrogant you know chad face (laughs) yeah like it does hair that's just long enough that it that he wouldn't be labeled a hippie just enough facial hair that he isn't going to be labeled a neck beard and just the right amount of chin that you don't think that he's from anywhere but texas yep yep that's a very good description Oh, his eyes are just too blue. He's they're too blue. We can talk about his sidekick too. He had his own sidekick. Yeah, who seems um, to have his own like axe to grind. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I am not remembering until Walker and is it Lamar Hoskins? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think his his code name is Battlestar. His his hero name is it Battlestar? Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. And when they hear that, um, who, who is it? Bucky rolls. Does Bucky roll his eyes or does Falcon roll his eyes? And they're like, stop this car. We don't want to ride anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bucky and Falcon are over it. They're over the, the whole monetization of superheroes. And they're like, this didn't work out the first time. Like, this isn't what it was about. It's not about the money. It was about, you know actually upholding values and whatnot yeah the best part about that (laughs) that 16 wheel fight like one what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) very mission impossible very mission impossible yeah two they got wrecked by those super soldiers i know i know they got their asses handed to them um and like, not only did uh, Bucky and Falcon get their asses handed to them, but at least they could put up a fight. Like they're like they're pretty, they're used to it. But then you yeah. see this guy, and he's like, "You, 
Captain Chad's like, you messed with the wrong person. And she <laughs> just lays him out. It was the best. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I, I mean. Okay, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I mean, it was capped off by them, like, um, Anakin and Padme rolling in the. Yeah. <laughs> that was the cutest. Again, cute. Yeah, it's funny uh, their buddy dynamic. I was yeah. going to say, though, uh, Captain Chad reminds me. Have you seen the boys on Amazon? Yes. He, he, he reminds me of a less antagonistic version of Homelander. And I'm wondering, like, I mean, I don't know. Again, they kind of they're tiptoeing back and forth between he's got some good qualities. He's got some shitty qualities. So mm-hmm. I don't know where they're going to go with him. But he, he gave me a little bit of Homelander vibes there. Just that commercial superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. And lurking like I do you know what? That'd be great if they went there. If like lurking underneath the surface was like somebody who was truly evil. Yeah. That'd be great. We'll and see. They, that would be very interesting. Yeah, because they him and uh hit and Battlestar mm-hmm. were it, it seems like they're high school buddies. Yeah. Yeah. So um two, they could become very they are definitely close since they're friends from high school. But two, let's make them the villains as well. Just like people we can hate because we already hate them. But yeah. let's make Let's make the world hate them more. The, I, actually, the whole idea, the first nail in the coffin was the whole idea that the Smithsonian of all places, not like the acquisition of antiquities isn't corrupt enough, but like they acquire the shield from Falcon and they immediately fucking hand it over mm-hmm. to like the next qualified person. I just, I can't. That upset me so much um, at the end of the last, the first episode. And then to see um, <clears throat> how insidious, well, it's it's not as insidious as I want it to become yet. But like, yes. let's, yeah. I mean, we have hopes and dreams. But the <sighs> fact that like, I, when they introduced Walker, he seemed like a pretty nice guy. And it was like, oh shit, this kid just like wants to do good. And he is a total like military brown noser. So it was mm-hmm. really hard to hate like a hero, like a home front sort of hero. Yeah. But he's such a wiener. But he, he is. And he's, yeah, he's kind a of a, he's a wiener and he's a dickhead. Like he's a dickhead <laughs> about the level of service he's offered yeah. uh, on a military front. And I'm like, I can't, I can't I think, like him. And I think that's the thing though. I think they want you to be upset. that he took over the mantle like they want you to realize he is no steven rogers yeah you know i think that is intentional so i'm I'm hoping that pays off i hope there is a heel turn for (laughs) captain chad (laughs) (laughs) captain chad and tiny battlestar yeah oh speaking of um i can't remember what you just said (laughs) but oh um the whole the i the idea that uh, Bucky finally just outright come. He comes right out and says it to Falcon that he couldn't, he cannot fathom or understand why Falcon gave up the title. Right. Yeah. And they they haven't, they don't have Falcon going into it. I wonder if it plays into the whole. Um, if it if part of it is about. I was gonna say white supremacy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering because I was because gonna it's... say race. I was like, is that too general abroad? 
but white yeah, supremacy what... within powerful government institutions and yeah, yeah i wonder maybe he he was sensitive to, i don't know i i wonder if they're going to elaborate more on that he did give an answer but i can't remember quite quite what it was yeah like in my mind i'm equating it to like kind of it's not like a protest but it's more like a like a kaepernick sort of stance uh, okay yeah yeah he's gotcha. like well how can i be captain america when america is not my america gotcha yes and I'm like, i yeah. hope i hope that that is a continuing theme because mm-hmm. it is really just so fucking nice to have like a black actor in the lead finally mm-hmm. um yeah but i actually i think i like falcon way more so far in this than i have in any of the other properties like that he's been in he's he was usually fairly underwritten yeah underwritten as sort of like a when they needed somebody who could fly in the air to help solve (laughs) their superhero problems falcon just literally swooped in yeah he was a bit of a plot device or not i don't even know if that's that's too generous like he wasn't even a plot device he just yeah, it is. It was convenient for them in certain scenes, but I, they're yeah, they're giving him more of a spotlight now. So I, I'm, I'm liking the direction they're going with him. Yeah, and I like how they're keeping Bucky in a, <laughs> um, not like a role of servitude or anything. I mean, the guy's like a hundred and three years old, but he still he knows that he can't take up any kind of mantle or inherit a mantle because Steve gave it to Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam doesn't feel like he can serve as that moniker of for obvious reasons that we discussed yeah. i like how bucky is still the sidekick to whatever whatever is happening like he's it, bucky is comfortable being second fiddle and it's like mm-hmm. i'm i'm into it <laughs> yeah i i actually gather the same thing i'm not sure who's billed first in the cast but i it actually does feel like this is falcon's um, show and that Bucky's tagging along like it, the order of the wording I think is intentional Falcon and the Winter Soldier like Batman and Robin you know what I yeah. mean so I, I actually kind of gathered that and I am picking up on that that Winter Soldier is actually a little bit of a second fiddle and I'm okay with that mm-hmm. it's working well yeah so now now that they've shown us Simo, I it's not that I'm not excited to see where this is going i definitely want to continue watching the show i mean i'm i'm highly entertained mm-hmm. i'm not spin my wheels conspiracy theorist into entertained though my google searches have gone down dramatically compared to wandavision yeah <laughs> no more evan peters fanfic yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you were always gonna look for that stuff regardless of this whether is true you, were you being- got me there Baited weekly, so yeah, you got me there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to have to call you out, but I'm partially calling myself out too. So yeah, <laughs> um, I I don't know who they have yet to introduce. I really oh um, uh, um Agent uh, Sharon Carter. That's it. That's it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Her. Yeah. We have not seen, we have not seen her yet, but I know she's in this, so that'll mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah, and, and I don't really know how things were left. I can't remember how her character was left in the films. I know. I feel I just, so such a bad Marvel fan. I'm like, where did so-and-so left off? And then I realized there's like 50 heroes to keep track of. They're like Pokemons at this point. There's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, they're all evolving before our eyes. Yeah, they are all evolving. It's hard to catch them all. But yeah. Hard so, to catch them all. 
um yeah like I'll de- okay so like I'll definitely think about it uh I'll definitely like tune in Friday if it weren't for the fact that we did this podcast I would let them gather dust until there are about three of them and then watch three in a row I agree I wouldn't I wouldn't be tuning in every week but we have we have fans to appease to right G.I. Joe Lee yes, yes. we have consistency. all ten of them <laughs> all ten <laughs> But the bats are cool. That's, that's that's fine. Um, yeah. Speaking to you, all ten. Don't forget to write us, uh, write us great mail, um, mm-hmm. or continue, please, to send us pictures of Evan Peters. That that invitation now extends though to Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, and Daniel Brule. It that sure does. does. Um, we don't, unfortunately. Uh, require photos of this other gentleman. I've already forgotten his name. Wyatt Russell. Oh, I mean, Captain Chad. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. don't want Captain Chad. <laughs> yeah, that that's fine. Hey, to each their own. But yeah, <laughs> you can. <laughs> I mean, if you can't say anything nice, cease to speak. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great lesson that Utica should have learned this week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it all is full circle. Yeah. Uh, you can you can tune into more episodes of the Full Volume Podcast or any of the Comic Book Syndicate's other great content at www.comicbooksyndicate.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Comic Syndicate or at Comic Book Syndicate or slash Comic Book Syndicate. Uh, hashtag Full Volume Pod. Uh, until next week's hero-driven episode, I have been your faithful host, G.I. Joe. You're the one constant thing in this world. Thank you. I am Harvey <laughs> Brent. <laughs> and until next time, keep it loud. Keep it at full volume. Oh, yeah.